Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nobody bigger than, than our next guest. He wore 71 on his jersey. He was number one in your program and at the bank. And that is Charles Mann, actor... Entrepreneur, father, husband, and as close to a saint as anybody I know. Chuck, Champion. how you doing? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, you you do a great job, Doc. Uh, I love hearing you. I'd rather just be listening and uh, getting your take on things. But every now and then, you want some old heads' ideas, and I guess that's why you call on me. So. Now, Jackson wanted to know me. about, no, Jack said, what's up with Chase Young? I said, well, I know a guy yeah, that can did. answer it who's had how many surgeries, Charles? 17? Oh, my God. No, I've, I'm in the 20s. That's <laughs> it, huh? I just had my knee, my left knee replaced, and I'm, and I'm half of myself is walking normal. So I'm waiting on the next uh, knee, and that's going to be, and that'll be number 24. So uh, that'd be my right knee. I had 16 knee operations on them, but I I did them like teeth cleaning. You know, I got them cleaned uh, in the off season. Nobody knew I had surgery, you know, and I I just kept it moving, (laughs) you know, until I couldn't. Oh, my God. Mike, we got young fella over here prior to Stonebridge High School out in Northern Virginia, and he's just looking in a maze. He just went pale when we said <laughs> he, we he blanked out for a minute. He yeah. did, really. Mike, you okay? Yeah, I'm doing all now, right. Mr. Man won't bite. You can say hello. To, you know. Oh, yeah. Charles the man, dude. I was talking to him before I, uh, okay. I was queuing him up. Yeah. Legend. Yeah, no, Chuck, you love Eminem, man. He's enthusiastic. He's doing what he loves to do. And anybody in life that gets a chance to pursue something that they're excited about, you're still in. But 20 surgeries... I mean that that is um wow and counting and you're still doing this yeah 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 you know the, the good thing doc is uh, one of our good friends' wives had her knee replaced mm-hmm. uh, and she is just two years out she's still struggling and I I'm nine months out or now ten months out and me and my son are working out now I finally got my son to to bite the bullet and go into the gym with me. Um, and so smart. He avoided we, you for years. Yeah. He avoided me for now. I'm harmless. So it's, <laughs> it's the right time to be with me. <laughs> so, 
we did about 500 pounds on our on our legs the other day, and and that, I'm doing 500. That's with one leg because the other the right knee needs to be done, and it's just hanging out with the left knee. But the left knee with the titanium is strong as an ox, and oh my God, it feels so good. Wow, it feel, it, it really does. Well, we wanted to ask you this, Charles. Charles Mann's with us, uh, former Washington Redskin, of course, uh, part of Super Bowl championships here, part of a 49ers championship via the BetQL guest hotline here on Burgundy Gold today. You know, with, with Chase Young, uh, he's been out over mm-hmm. a, a full season now, you know, since last year, this time a full yep. calendar year, excuse me. And getting him back and then, you know, making that decision when it's okay. They keep saying you know, they got to see him go full and, you know, feel like he's ripping it, letting it loose in a, in a pregame. All that being said, okay, so he let's say he checks that box on Sunday. How, how do you handle him on the field? How do you think he handles it? You know, as far as you know, his the mental side of it, getting back on the field after being away for so long. And and that's it. It's the mental side. When you have a reconstructive uh, surgery on your knees, one of your joints that you use in every way you could possibly imagine, you need that knee. And, you know, we if we if we really care about Chase Young, we care about his life, you know, the rest of his life, not just life as a football player. And and these guys are much smarter in this day and age and and know how to go about it. Look, I went back on the field because I told my coach I'd be back on the field in three weeks after I had a, a knee that I should not have gone back on on the field with. And and Al Noga, who was my backup uh, should have been playing, and they paid him a ton of money, and yet I was starting in front of him. But anyway, that's uh, re- I, re- I digress. Well, that, <laughs> but, no, that's just being competitive. That's yeah. just being – you claimed it, you earned it, and yeah. you treated it like a personal property. Yeah, but but now, Doc, I'm I'm at 61. I'm I'm living – I'm reaping the benefits of my foolishness as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this this wise man now tells me that Chase is probably doing the right thing, and his his value is way more than than ours was, and he has his whole career ahead of himself. And this, if he makes a mistake here, and and jacks that knee up more, then you know he's going to be dealing with a knee, and he's going to be a, a wasted property at some point, and then he'll be cast out. So. Look, I'm all for these young guys doing the right thing, uh, the thing that we didn't do, uh, and making sure that they, you know, sustain and can and can play. You know, I watch these guys now, and I watch them running around on the field, and I wonder, okay, who's dealing with what? Are they dealing with anything? Are they got some nagging injury? Is that stopping them from doing? I mean, these guys, first of all, they get more sacks now without anybody uh, obstructing them, you know, unabated to the to the quarterback <laughs> is the term I hear all the time, mm-hmm. where nobody's blocking them. And, you know, and so, look, go get your money. Do the right thing for yourself. You are an entity and a product that, you know, you only have a limited time. You know, a guy, I went, I, I'm going to digress for a second. I went and, and, and met with this billionaire that, if I said his name, you'd know who he is. Mm-hmm. And um, local local guy, local okay. billionaire. Okay. And, and I was having a conversation with him about some artwork that I wanted him to consider donating 
to the Smithsonian and uh, and given this uh, this guy in my church an opportunity to show his he had uh, black artifacts and I just thought it was so and he kept them in his house and he wasn't showing them around and I said you need to put those in a museum let's go talk to this gentleman anyway I talked to what I want to get to is the guy told me he said you know I have a problem African American athletes there's so many of them and they don't seem to give back especially in the football arena they don't seem to give back and I and I said, excuse me. And he was saying, well, you know, um, I, I you know I'm on the Duke board. I'm giving you more and more information, but anyway, mm-hmm. I'm on the Duke board, and you know, and I know other uh, basketball stars, you know, like um, Grant Hill and and different people, and and they give back, but at but not at the level of uh, some of these white athletes. And I'm wondering why. And I and I did everything I could, you know. He, the man invited me to his place, so I didn't want to offend him and have get run out of there. But you know, you only have a limited time to play, and that time, you know, you're one injury away from it all being over, and you're giving back your money, the money that you're trying to help your family and your, you know, your people up to another level and yet you're going to give back that's you only give back when you have plenty when you have extra when you have more than you can handle and and these guys you know they're limited they're limited with a a five-year playing career a 10-year playing career or a two-month playing career so based on all of that i say you know, I know Chase is they're they're watching him, they're they're corralling him and they're trying to make sure that he does all the right things so that he doesn't um hurt himself. But my point is I can't wait to see him out on the football field. I can't wait to see all that bottled up energy and, and I'm and I'm believing they're they're holding him back for a reason. It's not all the way there and it's more mental probably than it is physical at this point. You know, and the way they practice today, too, Charles, uh, that was the other thing I was thinking about. You know, we always say, ah, I just get them back out there. But, you know, they don't practice, you know, they don't tackle much. <laughs> There's not, they're not, certainly not cutting them in practice. They're, you know, yes. Doc said to me earlier, I'd run right at him immediately. And you got to think the Giants aren't stupid. They're going to see that. <clears throat> yeah, and they know 907. They're going to go low on him, too. I mean, you, you just, these, some things you just can't simulate until you just throw them out there, too, right? And and if you can't simulate it, see, the, the deal with, with Rick and I, with Doc and I, we, we we had live bullets in practice. Yeah. I mean it was it was live on Wednesday yeah. and, Thursday. and Thursday. And then Friday was supposed to be push and pull, right. which we had to you know, that was another thing that it really wasn't. Push our push yeah. and pull is probably the, more than what they do now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so live but I if I didn't practice hard, I didn't play well. And so this new this new athlete that goes out there and they simulate a practice, they simulate a pass rush move, they simulate a you, I, I I don't know how good I would have been, but I know one thing, I would have been rested. Oh, you've been fresh. I would have I would have I would have been healed, you know, I would have a lot of my injuries could not heal because I practiced every day on them. So I have fingers that go every which way. Don't ask for directions from me because I won't be able to show you. <laughs> You'll get confused. But because my fingers are everywhere and my fingers are only like that because you needed to put them in a in a in a uh, restraint 
and hold them a certain way, and I couldn't do that because I had to practice every day. So and, and I've that's got no these, If you see his hands, if you see Charles' hands <laughs> bending the wrong way, oh yeah, no, it, yeah. It, it's frightening. Like I want to ask you about Al Bubba Baker. Yes, because the one thing I always thought you guys on the D line got cheated out of was this idea that they didn't record sacks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go, wait a minute, yeah, everything was filmed. Coy Baker yeah. really got, really, I thought he got hosed over. He did. He did 26 he did. in Cincinnati. I was there. I saw it. And I'm going, wait a minute. This was unofficial. What do you mean? The film doesn't lie. So Bubba, who yeah. just was yeah. awarded his just due of 23 sacks, and I wonder what your feeling was on that and how they record them. Well, first of all, when I came in in 1983, they were recording at that point. But I know Coy Bacon and there were other people, Dexter even. I mean, Dexter really is the all-time sack leader of the Washington Commanders. But we yeah. uh, have Ryan Kerrigan, which, yeah, yeah I'm not trying, trying to take anything from him. Yeah. But Dexter's some of his sacks were not recorded. Yeah. So, so we, I have somebody, a, 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 a contemporary of mine that got cheated out of that. So no, if they could, I would love to see them correct that. It's, I mean, it, what's fair is fair. If we're going to be measuring, we might as well measure everything. And we have film that doesn't lie. So we can go back in the film. You can get NFL films. I have a highlight reel that NFL films, I worked for NFL films right after I retired and the good thing about working for them is while I was working for them, I had them build me a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So I have the doc, my only touchdown in my, in my, in my career was in preseason. I have it on my highlight reel. Oh, absolutely. You better. Preseason or not. Yeah, was it a real game? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then it, then it counts. I guarantee you played harder in the preseason back then than they are now. Uh, oh. We did. Yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> we did. Guaranteed. Uh, I just want to ask you about watching the Niner defense. I don't know if you watched any last night. Oh, my God. All. Are you kidding me? I'm watching. And, Doc, I'm watching everything. So, you you know, your question to me in the text last week was, am I watching the game? Yeah, I'm watching Oh, yeah, no, I, I watch all the older, older guys because a lot of guys, our product has been so bad of late, people don't watch. So I, I know, always and ask. I know, and my wife comes in there and says, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I got, I can't help it. I got to watch. Yeah, I got to see what's right. going on." Yeah, but but it's going well now. And Montez Sweat, when I see him, I always think of you because of his freakishness, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I always say he's close. But like, World Grant was with us last week, mm-hmm. and World said, "Yeah, close don't count." Yeah, he said yeah. they like the giant world was up front. He said, "Hey, defense is playing well, but they don't close the game out." He said, "Y'all close would, the game." I would out. say this. I would say this, and you asked him about the 49ers first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watch those guys, and I'm watching the line play, and I'm not watching anything else. <laughs> I want to see these freaks uh, at line, uh, defensive end, defensive tackles. I'm watching all of that, and I'm watching, are they locking the guy out? Are they shooting the gap? What kind of games are they running? 
you know, who's blocking them? Are they, are they, you know, I mean, I'm seeing guys running scot free at the quarterback. I don't know how that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it never happened for me. <laughs> you know, Anthony Munoz and people like that. Yeah. We're not letting you run scot free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, Montez Sweat, the only thing I would say, I, I love what I've been seeing. And he, he's um, under uh, appreciated, I think, at times. <clears throat> and he's just out there other than his concussion, whatever. He's out there all the time. He, you can count on him. He's going to be there. The only thing I have issue with, and I don't know if it's the defensive scheme or what, but you didn't run outside of us. You did not get to the corner on us. If you did, you see me uh, beating myself, you know, hitting myself in the in the back, saying, "Ah, you know, what did I do?" And look over the sideline. Torgy Torgerson is ripping me up and down because we didn't give up the edge. The edge is given up too easily these days. I watch people at running backs turning the corner and going around the corner. I'm like, "What? How did that happen?" So contain was really important to us and gap play. So when you did uh, thrash us, you know, with a couple of runs, 20 yards, 10 yards or whatever, we made those corrections. Richie Pettibone had us at halftime making adjustments so that we could stop that stuff. And so some of the things you can do to get a defense to play better is what is called just little mini stunts. So your linebackers are sitting behind those, those linemen. And all the linebacker has to do is call a rip or a Liz mm-hmm. rip means go to the right. Liz means go to the left mm-hmm. rip means you take that right gap. I got the left one behind you. I'm the linebacker behind you. Mm-hmm. And then you make them be aggressive instead of being passive, taking on the two gap taking on the block and then you're not and you're giving ground and you're not being aggressive. So they, we, we wanted to go forward. That's why I like the 49ers and watching them. Those guys are in their jet stance. They're teeing off. They're flying off the line and they're not catching blocks. Mm -hmm. Don't be a catcher. We're not playing baseball. Yeah, I see. That's what I would say. Jack, I see it. It's like, it's, it's just a different Pittsburgh, the kid up there. Oh my when, God! When yeah. TJ, when he's on the field, yeah. See, I, there's three guys that just make it look different. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yep. I agree with that. It's a different game, and that's why they're such standouts because they they play at a different level. They have a different motor, and they disrupt the game. That's how you get to the Hall of Fame. You're supposed to be a disruptor, and if you're not disrupting anything, then I don't even want to hear that Hall of Fame talk. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, guy play a few years and get a couple of sacks or get a couple of tackles or whatever. Now he's a hall of fame candidate, you know, a hall of fame candidate is one. Like when we play against LT and the giants, oh, you, yeah. you guys knew you had, okay, how are we blocking this guy? Okay. Yeah. No, we're not going to block him with just Joe Jacoby. We're going to yeah. block him with a couple of people. Yeah. We're going to chip on him. We're going to do this. We're going to yeah. get his, get him at his knees so he's worried about his knees. That's what Dash started. We, we implemented Dash. We got all kinds of things. Systems, they got to block you if you're a badass. They got to have a system yes. to block yes. you. Ain't no one-on-one. That, are that, they, that, are they doing that with the commanders? And that's the only no, thing I would say. No, no. Anybody, when you start talking about the players, how are they blocking them? Now, let me say this. Those two, those two tackles – 
yes. uh, have shown signs of, of, of greatness. And, and, I, and I'm, I've been impressed at some of the stuff I've seen. I think both of them are leading in sacks yep. against all the linemen. I think it's the two uh, Alabama boys leading in sacks. Am yep. I right? Yep. I think the I interior, am. Yep. Yep. Interior. You're right. Um, yeah. And on the team as well. So Dave Butts, uh, God rest his soul, yeah. and Daryl Grant were not leading the team in sacks. No. <laughs> Dexter and I were leading yeah. the team in sacks. Yeah. <laughs> so. No doubt. Uh, hey, Charles, before we let you go, the, the Giants, Doc and I are talking about this the last time these two teams played. It just doesn't feel like there's the hatred yeah. nowadays for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was yeah. when you guys played. I feel like you hated all of them, but like there were some really high level giant, you know, uh, Washington Redskins games back in those days that you <laughs> and had they and let me other. say this: Bill Parcells had our number. Yes, he outcoached us, and uh, and they and they did a number on us at times. And then there were times that we got them. But during my career. Bill Parcells and the Giants got us more than we got them. But when we got them, we went on to the Super Bowl and won. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but they had our number a few times. I didn't like Matt Bavaro. He was a, a tight end that chipped on me all the time. <laughs> I never got blocked by just one person. Yeah. And Mark Bavaro used to drive me nuts because he and I were going at each other, and I know he was roided up. <laughs> So that Joker was cock strong. Yeah, he was a strong. He looked like he had his nose broken about twenty times too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So the question, the answer, to your question is: these guys are are excited about after the game and switching jerseys and signing, you know, stuff and and I think they are are, are they appreciate each other a little bit more than we did. Yeah. We hated first, and then we might appreciate you at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> But these guys are looking to swap jerseys and uh, to say hi and catch up with a buddy of theirs, and you know, I literally can't envision that. I don't know how, especially when you lose at home. That to me, I can't. I can't. Can you imagine Reggie, uh, Randy White, and Mark May exchanging jerseys? Yeah, yeah, swapping jerseys. Come on, man. They exchanged some stuff. Yeah, they exchanged all right, but it wasn't wasn't the jersey. Oh, I couldn't great. see it. Chuck, yeah, you got I mean, they were, we were, I mean, and look, we, Dexter spitting on people, oh, New Orleans yeah. Saints, he was oh, spitting yeah. on Saints, guys. Yeah. And oh, yeah. wasn't no, it wasn't no fun loving after the game. Yeah. It was, uh, I better get in the locker room before I get hit with a stray helmet or something. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. no, give us a little bit on, I know your your acting career is really, has blossomed. Uh, I saw the you YouTube. Doc, doc. No, come on. Give us a little <laughs> bit more. Where can we see you? What's up? What's mm-hmm. new? Yeah, no, there is nothing new. Uh, my son, my 31-year-old son, Cameron, mm-hmm. is got an art degree of uh, performing arts from SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design. And, I, you know, just like you would do with your boys, mm-hmm. we'll do anything for our sons. And uh, Cameron, I know he wants to be in the acting world, so any chance I get to to propel him. You remember the roller derby? And they, the one with the striped hat on is the one that if he whipped around and and went past people, they scored. Yep. So that's what I'm doing. My son has a striped hat on, and I'm trying to whip him around the competition to get him to score in life. And so that's the only reason why I've done the things I've done. But, uh, you know, we uh, there was an opportunity to, to do a little film uh, in Turf Valley. Mm-hmm. It was an episodic little uh, vignette. 
Uh, it's called Turf Valley. You yeah. can see it on YouTube. It's good. Um, and Jackson yeah, and, and Ricky Irvins, myself, and my son Cameron were in there. We were elementary school librarians, mm-hmm. <laughs> believe it or not. And it was a it was a nice little uh, uh, little show. I, we were in there with other act with real actors people that have some acting under their belts. And it was just neat to be out there for a couple of days with these folks in Turf Valley, um, Ellicott City, Maryland, and filming something that, you know, might, yeah, at some point my son might get a little look-see or he's got a great voice. If everybody, anybody ever needs voiceover, Cameron Mann uh, would be the guy. Uh, he has a little bit different voice than his father, but very similar. And uh, he's a he's a good kid. So, so I do anything for my kids like you would as well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, Jack just had a, a graduation. His firstborn. He just uh, put that tassel on the proper side. So he's now his income is about to shoot through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to hey, get Doc, his baby. I've, I've 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 had the best six months or seven months of my life. My daughter gave birth to a grandbaby, Zoe, Zoe Schuster. So I've got a little six, uh, seven month old grandbaby. And uh, the biggest issue is trying to find a name that would fit. And uh, my wife is going by Gigi. So I said, well, shoot, I got it. What am I? What do I? So I have, I didn't come up with nothing but pop pop. (laughs) So pop pop. Well, I just wasn't going to be called Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody that likes wasn't going to happen. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes funny. Grandpa. It's funny. No, it's good. no, so Pop Pop is maybe easy for her to start saying at some point, but she's not saying it right now. She's here at the house with us. Uh, they're upstairs keeping her occupied, but little Zoe Schuster I'm a, I'm a, because I'm a, I'm a proud papa, so I'm gonna send you some pics. Send that, please, yeah. please do that. I will. All right, Charles, thank you so much. All right, guys, As always, man. Take care. the commanders. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah, that's a good one. Charles Mann via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.